This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. I'm Kate Bendel, the Dunedin Yoga Lady. Join me every second Tuesday at 10.30 as we explore all things to know about yoga. My passion is to open the doors of this powerful practice to the community and to share that passion with you. The Dunedin Yoga Lady, fortnightly on Tuesdays at 10.30 on ORFM and podcasts from oar.org.nz. Good morning and thank you for joining me. You are with Kate Bendel. I'm hosting the Dunedin Yoga Lady Show. Uh, This is a show for people who are interested in yoga, perhaps people who are practicing already and want to learn more about some of the more obscure aspects of yoga, or equally, if you've not done yoga before, you may find that you are interested in yoga in, in a slightly different way. Because a lot of what I delve into during this show is the chanting aspect of yoga. So, which for some people comes as a bit of a surprise. They sort of think yoga is just the the physical practices, those postures or asana that we often see. So that's not the case. There is a lot more to yoga than just those physical postures. So in the show this morning, I'm going to talk to you really briefly about sort of how the how and why of chanting. And then I'm going to chant for you a Vedic chant. This morning, we're going to do the mantra pushpam. And that is a chant that celebrates the element of water. So it's a beautiful chant. But you'll probably hear me say that about every chant (laughs) because I think they're all beautiful. But they're all very different because they're in Sanskrit and that language is vibrational. And so what that means is there's a very strong feeling to the chanting. So some days, you know, there might be a chant that's all about fire. And that's going to sound and feel very different than a chant that is about water. So that's one of the the magic and mysterious things about Vedic chanting is this. It has an effect on the physiology and on the mind of the person chanting it, but also to the people listening to it. So you listening will be receiving some positive benefit from listening to the chant. That's why I'm doing it over the radio. Um, But probably to get an even bigger impact is that you actually do the chant. So that's a possibility as well. I teach Vedic chanting. I do that one-on-one over Zoom. Or this year, 2023, we're going to have some chanting classes up at New Yoga. So I'm not sure, I don't think they're on the website just yet, but when that happens, maybe in um, a fortnight show, I'll suggest that you go and check out New Yoga's website and you'll see some classes there. So before we go any further, I'm going to do what I always do with the show and I'm going to do some of the opening prayers that just pay respect to the lineage where I have studied and trained and 
that just puts things in a right perspective as well. Nothing I'm offering or saying to you has been the creation of me. I am simply passing on what has been passed on to me from my teacher, which was passed on to her from her teacher, and so forth, back for literally thousands of years. And this is one of the things that I like about Vedic chanting is that there is a very long tradition that is behind it. Not that I'm averse to innovation and creation, but I think some things um, are best left to the tradition. So this is just the opening prayers, some of the opening prayers to the, the lineage of Krishnamacharya. Om Shri Krishna Vagi Shayati Swarapyam Samprapta Jakrankana Pashasaram Shri Nut Narangen Trayatau Samapitaspam Shri Krishna Madhyang Guru Varya Midhe Virodhe Katike Mase Shatatara Kritodayam Yoga Charyang Krishna Madhyam Guru Varya Maham Paje Shishikang Krishna Maryasya Natavam Shapratipakam Kalyana Gunarupantam Shri Deshikam Namamyaham Prashanta Purushakaram Viniyoga Pracharakam Isheshavaidikam surim tam deshikam smaramyaham Shri Gurupyo Namaha Harihi So before we go into the mantra pushpam, just a, a, a really short bit about why there is even chanting in yoga. So it's the same with many traditional cultures. The use of sound is a significant part of the spiritual practice. And yoga, remember, is a spiritual practice. So particularly in the Indian tradition of yoga, sound is plays a particularly important part as embodied in the Vedas. Um, so the Vedas were believed to have been revealed to ancient Indian rishis while in a deep meditative state. So the Vedas are a vast, enormous collection of hymns that form the basis of Sanatana Dharma, which kind of is a precursor to the Hindu religion. 
and they are held as absolutely sacrosanct by its the people who follow it. So what it means by that is you don't mess with them, you don't reinterpret them, you don't do your spin on it. So they have actually been orally passed down for thousands of years in a very exacting manner. So it's to the best of my ability, how I'm chanting them now should be the same as someone who was chanting them literally thousands of years ago because the teaching is that strict that every single sound is meant to be done precisely. So the Vedas are the source of mantras. A lot of people have heard of mantra these days. So where they come from is from the Vedas. And they have been in practice for, for generations and they continue to be practiced in India in particular to this day. So mantras are powerful, powerful sounds. And when they're pronounced in the right way and with the right intention, they produce specific vibrations within the body. And these vibrations have the ability to positively influence our physiological state and so from that they can improve our physical mental and emotional health and I would vouch for that that has definitely been my experience so enough said about that I'm going to carry on and chant for you mantra push palm and so this is as I said earlier this is about water and the power and the force of water Yopam Pushpam Veda Pushpavan Prajavan Pashuman Pavati Chandramava Apam pushpam pushpavan prajavan pashuman pavati ya evam veda yopamayatanam veda Ayatanavan Pavati Agnirva Apamayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati Yognirayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Apuva Agnirayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati Ya Evam Veda Yopam Ayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Vayurva apamayatanam 
Ayatanavan Pavati Yo Bayo Rayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Akubai Bayo Rayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati Ya Evam Veda Yopamayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Asauvai Tapanapa, Amusya tapata ayatanam ayatanavam pavati ya evam veda yopam ayatanam veda ayatanavam pavati Chandra Mava Apamayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati Yes Chandra Masa Ayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Apubai Chandra Masa Ayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati Ya Evam Veda Yopam Ayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Nakshatra Niva Apamayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati Yo Nakshatra Namayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Apuvai Nakshakra Namayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati Ya Evam Veda Yopamayatanam Veda Ayatanavan Pavati Pajanyuva Apamayatanam Ayatanavan Pavati 
the natural elements so that was to the element of water so you may or may not have noticed that it's very different from singing in the fact there's only three notes so there's a mid note an upper note and a lower note and that means that there's no melody. So it's very different from kirtan or bhajan, which is another a form of sound that has come from that tradition from, from India, from Sanatana Dharma. There is bhajan and kirtan, which is singing, which is very, you know, you can get swept away by the emotion and the melody of it all. Vedic chanting, which I've just done for you now, is very different. It's very precise. Um, and in some ways, it gives more freedom in a way that you don't need to be a good singer. I am not a good singer. And yet over time, with good lessons, I have learned to be able to chant. Um, I'm still at the very beginning. You know, um, there's no mistaking that. I'm at the, fun, at, at the beginning of the journey. But it is accessible to me because of the, the simplicity of it in a way. And it's, it needs to be and is meant to be that precise so that the, the sounds, the vibrations, the mantra are only effective if they are pronounced correctly, if they are on the right note and held for the right time. And with chanting, as with many skills, I guess, um, you get more and more refined over time. So I've been chanting now for less than 10 years, maybe sort of seven or eight years or something. I can't remember exactly. So in terms of chanting experience, that's still, I'm very fresh with this. I, I'm at a, a beginner's level. 
However, I have made quite a lot of improvement over that time. And that's one of the exciting things for me as now qualified to teach chanting. It's It doesn't matter where your entry point is. It doesn't matter where you start. Everyone can engage in the process because there is always refinement and subtlety. There is always something more to learn. Uh, I mean, my teacher has been ch chanting for a long time long time from one of the world's and her teacher is probably one of the leading Vedic chanting teachers in in the world and and they're still improving and that way it's it's a practice in a way that is goes beyond age it goes beyond gender it goes beyond any physical limitations that we might perceive that we have or that we might actually have actually so it's a very accessible practice so if you're listening to this or or it's kind of caught your attention um I'm glad for that it's not everybody's cup of tea but I know for me just something happened to me the first time I heard Sanskrit being chanted it really I really was drawn to it so if you're finding you're listening to this and thinking, oh, there's something about this that I find compelling, take notice of that. It's, it's a very, very powerful thing. And we're all on different journeys. So I would urge you, if you're taking notice of this in some kind of curious way, have a look at my website. It's the same name as this show to make it simple. So it's the DunedinYogaLady.com. And on there, you'll see ways to be in touch with me. Um, but equally, or if you feel like you don't want to do that, just you could Google. It's not a huge thing, but you could Google Vedic chanting. So the spelling for Vedic is V-E-D-I-C. And if you Google Vedic chanting, you will hear something. You'll be able to find something if you're just curious about looking a little deeper into this. So thank you for spending time with me. In case you missed um, or just tuned in, my name's Kate, Kate Bendel. Um, and it is my absolute pleasure to share my joy and love and deep respect, actually, for the powerful practice of chanting which is part of the wider practices of yoga so i'm not sure which one we're going to chant in the next fortnight but there will be another one maybe another one of the elements um, we'll see so thank you for joining me and be here in two weeks i'm kate bendel the dunedin yoga lady Join me every second Tuesday at 10.30 as we explore all things to know about yoga. My passion is to open the doors of this powerful practice to the community and to share that passion with you. The Dunedin Yoga Lady, fortnightly on Tuesdays at 10.30 on ORFM and podcast from oar.org.nz. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.